Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we have Jeff Lester of Hunt Hard Outfitters. Uh, Jeff is an outfitter in New Mexico as well as in Arizona, and we're going to talk to him today about what he's seen with the elk rut, both in New Mexico and in Arizona. Jeff, how you doing? Good. Great, Jason. That's awesome. I know you're busy. I won't take up a lot of your time. Uh, you came off a year last year where you harvested a couple of fantastic bulls yourself uh, on personal tags, uh, one in Utah, one in uh, Arizona, and um, then we uh, dove right into the archery season in New Mexico, and the Arizona season is about to kick off. Uh, let's start with New Mexico first. Uh, what units uh, are you primarily guiding in over there? Oh, we, Jay, we hunt a lot of different units. We hunt mainly, uh, you know, all the 16 units in the Gila, uh, 15, 17, 13. Um, like I said, all the 16 units, 23, pretty much everything on the, you know, the western side of the state. What are Y40. conditions, for sure, what are conditions, um, I'm sure it differs from unit to unit, but overall, what are the conditions? How did summer play out? How did the monsoon rains? Um, Compared to other years, you know, how do the conditions stack up? Well, the feed is about as heavy as I've seen it in years. I mean, it's just really, really good feed on the ground right now. Um, the rains came a little late. Uh, usually we get those rains really starting in around July 4th. Um, New Mexico, it was kind of sporadic in different areas, uh, but when it came, it came really heavy, and they had a really big green up all over the Gila and, you know, all over, uh, I mean, when I say green up, I just mean that the feed came on really heavy with the heavy rains. Um, but it's been sporadic. The, the rains, usually, you know, we get that monsoon activity where every day you get that buildup and, and get that storm. And we haven't really seen that this year. We've gotten a lot of good solid rains, but then we've had, you know, five, six days in between with no rain. Um, I just what, came off. What the, would you say? This, go ahead, Jeff. I just came off this first archery hunt. Um, just got home. We were backpacked uh, into the Gila. Uh, just had one client on this first hunt that we we backpacked in with, and we did uh, eight days backpack hunt, and we didn't see. We only saw one rainstorm the whole time we were in there. So pretty pretty hot and dry right now. Um, and actually, the heat. You know, I saw upwards of 90 degrees one day. We had 92, and I've never seen that kind of heat on that archery hunt. Uh, so it was it was pretty miserable uh, heat-wise. And, you know, we're, I'm not a big fan of setting water, so it wasn't, you know, it was a pretty tough hunt. Um, you know, other than, you know, we, we, we had some really good opportunities and stuff, but we were hunting a specific bull, and, it was pretty hard to locate him and keep keep tabs on him without him talking, you know. And it was a it was a it was a good hunt. Uh, we saw a lot of bulls, um, but we were glassing everything that we were hunting. Uh, the bulls, you know, the, a lot of the bulls were singled out still, just you know, doing their everyday pattern feeding, um, you know, just packing on the weight. Uh, we did have a couple of good mature bulls that were with cows. Um, but they weren't doing a lot of talking. You might get a bugle here and there in the morning and in the evening, you know, when he got him up out of bed, he might bugle once or twice. But the rut activity was really slow. Um, 
you know, the bulls that we missed uh, were all spot and stock. We would bet them, and then we would just uh, close in on them and sneak in on them. And then, of course, when they got up out of their bed to feed or something, we'd get a shot. Uh, those are the you, shots that we got on that hunt. So, Were you really the moon pretty hard? Yeah. Um, the moon was, of course, full, um, you know, but it was really hot, no rain in the hunt. Um, nothing, I mean, like I said, I, we, we had upwards of 90 degree temps on that hunt in the afternoon, you know, around one or two, it was, you know, we were, it was bacon. I mean, just no cloud cover, just hot, nasty hot for, for where, you know, for archery season. So really tough, you know, um, I know there's been some pretty decent bulls taken, so far, you know, in New Mexico, there's been a couple of really solid bulls killed. Don't know really the story on any of them, if they were shot on water or what. But, you know, some guys have got into a little bit of rut action. Um, the bulls have really started picking up. I, After we came out, I spent another four days scouting another unit. And in the last two days, I've really started seeing the bulls turn on. So, um, so things are of, starting to happen. Yeah, it's really... Lot, lot, lot of action here in the last couple of days. A lot of bulls are showing up to cows that haven't had bulls with them. Um, in the first part of that hunt, we were hunting a specific bull, and he, that big bull, was with cows. And then we lost him, and we, I'm pretty sure we were keeping tabs on the cows. So I think he just came in, uh, was checking a group of cows, and then he, you know, left, of course. And and uh, we we watched a number of bulls you know, just almost like a, on a pasture where they were just coming off their feed. They would line out. They'd go straight to North Hillsides and bed up. And then they that evening, probably 30 minutes before dark, you would catch them moving back out onto their feeding ground, you know. How would you so, say antler growth is um, in New Mexico compared to other years? Uh, it's excellent. Um We've got a lot of really, really solid bulls. Um, I think they went into the winter really healthy. And, you know, we had some decent, you know, snow this year and good moisture through the winter. And I think that, uh, you know, these they had enough to get them through to these rains. And I just, everything's finished out really solid. I mean, there's a lot of feet on the ground right now. They're going to have another really good winter. Um, so the bulls look really good. I mean, I've seen... You know, on average, I would say, you know, some exceptional bulls. So as long as the rut, you know, chimes in as normal, um, it should be a really good archery season in the next two weeks. We should we should have a really good season as long as everything, you know, goes goes good. If the heat, hopefully it'll cool off a little. And I, I looked at the forecast, and it it's showing that, you know, we're still going to have some pretty warm temperatures. And, I'm not a big fan of that. You know, the heat's really hard to hunt in sometimes, but there's nothing we can do about Jeff, it. I know you guys tips, down in... Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. What tips um, do you offer? Uh, what tips do you offer the listeners that if you do still have those really warm days and it's, a, it's, a, it's an extra, you know, abnormal, abnormally warm, what kind of things are you doing as a guide and as an outfitter to get your clients um, more opportunities on you know, if it were to stay hot. When it's hot, you have, you need to be, you know, right in those bulls' bedrooms when the sun comes up. You need to be right in, you know, so if you saw a bull the evening before and you're, 
you need to be, you, you know, they're not going to give you a lot of that. When it's really hot, they, a lot of times they'll go to bed earlier. They won't stay out, in, you know, once the sun starts hitting them, they'll really move off to bed quick. And once they get to bed, you know, it's not a good idea to be hunting them, depending on where they're bedded, of course. But if they go into these thickets, especially in the PMJ and the pinon and juniper, you know, you're you're going to do, you know, a lot of harm if you just try to get in there and, and hunt them in their beds. You're just going to blow them out, and, and you know, you're going to ruin it for that evening. So the best thing to do is to be as close to them, you know, so if you have to walk in the dark, of course, be checking your wind and, and move on those bugling bulls, you know, in the morning when they start to, to blow, you need to be approaching them and getting close, close as you, you know, can and dare before the sun comes up. You're not going to get a lot, you might not get a lot of that, you know, rut action with those bulls screaming, depending on how many bulls are with those cows, you know. I know um, you've had some success on wallows and, and on water as well. I mean, do you find when it gets exceptionally hot during the day that it, that you know that that drives them to wallow during the day or water during the day, or do you find they they stay bedded but they're going to hit the water that night? Yeah, the waters in New Mexico, the waters really you know really uh you know that last hour uh, before dark, a lot of those bulls you know want to go to water. And they'll push their cows to water, and if they don't push them to water, those cows will go to water, and that bull is going to follow. And, and any time, you know, the water situation, I mean, when it's hot like that, I mean, water can be deadly. You know, it can be, um, you know, it can be a good combination, you know. Um, when they're bugling and you have a lot of rut action, I really like to hunt them on the ground. I don't, you know, I don't prefer to sit water. But, like, on this first hunt, you know, that's definitely a strategy a lot of guys use, you know, is to set water because um, it's, there's really no other way to hunt them um, if you, unless you got open country where you can glass the bulls up, you know. Sure. A uh, couple more questions about New Mexico, and then I'll get your take on Arizona. Uh, this year, from what you're seeing, bigger bulls going to come out of 16A or 16D? I would say, you know, the biggest bull I've already seen killed has come out of, I'm guessing, A. I don't know if it was A or D, um, but I think it was an A bull. And uh, D, I, you know, I'm not saying that the biggest bull is going to come out of either of those units. I mean, it could, you know, there's, there's obviously other really good units that, you know, could pump out a really big giant. But out of those two units... I would always, I would, I would think that A is going to be a little better, just because it's. I think it's got, you know, a lot more elk right now due to, you know, the good burns and stuff that it's had. But uh, both units look really good. I mean, they both, um, you know, the elk have looked really solid in both units for the last couple of years. And from scouting and from what trail cams and stuff have told us this year, you know, both units are, you know, really solid. Okay. So, um, one last. I mean, the bulls all New over Mexico. New Mexico, like, like I said, Jay. I mean, the bulls all over the units we're hunting look really, really good in 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 all the units. Um, everything finished out really nice. Good front end, good back end on a lot of bulls already that we've seen. Good stuff. Nice to hear they're not droughted out. I I always cringe those years when it's droughted out. Um, with with a little bit of a slow start to the rut because of warm temperatures, um, how do you think that plays into the early muzzleloader and some of those first rifle seasons coming up 
uh, in New Mexico? Um, I don't. I, I think everything is going to be as you know, like, like on on a you know a kind of a even keel. I mean, everything's normal there. It's just I think it's. I don't think you're still going to. Those bulls are going to start peeling off before that first or second um, muzzle loader. I think there it'll the rut will be pretty much done. Everything's coming in as as normal, you know, like this middle of the, the month here is when this, this rut's starting to get really cranking right now. This morning I saw lots of bulls with cows, a lot of rut activity, a lot of bugling. And that was the first today, this morning was the first morning where I personally had seen heavy activity as in rut activity. You know, I've seen it I've seen a little bit up to now, but this morning was definitely the more, most bugling and and most rut action I had seen. But I was in a pretty good pocket of cows, and there was quite a few bulls that had moved in around there, and so that always tends to make a good scrum, and those bulls get going really good, you know. Obviously, so there was something the in, in that group, you know, because of what I saw. There was one bull that was really running the show, and, uh, you know, he was really keeping all those other bulls away from that group of cows. So one of them, I'm guessing, you know, those bulls are starting, I mean, those cows are starting to come into heat. Just for the listeners, it's uh, September 13th, so Jeff is saying his first really good morning of, of good activity is September 13th for you listeners wanting to know what date he's talking about. Uh, Jeff, that's a good report in New Mexico. Look forward to seeing your success on this next uh, go-around on, on this uh, archery hunt coming up and then, you know, the muzzleloader and the early rifle and all the different stuff you got going on. Uh, tell me about Arizona. Uh, what units are you working, uh, and um, how is it looking in each of those units? Um, one in 27 is what we're mainly mainly working right now. And, of course, I live in Unit 1 in Springerville. And everything looks really good. I mean, our summer scouting, um, everything, you know, I saw, I, I've seen a lot of really solid bulls with cows earlier in Arizona than I've ever seen before for some reason. Even two weeks back, I was seeing really solid big bulls with cows that were, you know, velvet was gone, antlers were browned up. Um, and that's some of the earliest I'd ever seen that kind of, that size of bull with cows. And I, did, I, I, I asked buddies if they thought it had something to do with the eclipse. <laughs> but are, are you talking was, like um, with cows and bugling and, and you know, jousting yeah, around actually, a little bit? Or are you just talking about just with them? Yeah, I mean, two weeks ago, um, actually, it was it was the last week in July, I mean, in uh, August, sorry, and I was just out, I went to get a load of wood, uh, I had to do, you know, get a couple of errands, I mean, things done before, and I was out one evening, and I, I heard a, I shut my chainsaw off, and I heard a bull bugle, and I just walked down the ridge really fast towards that bugle, because I could hear him, and all of a sudden, this big old pile of cows comes across the ridge in front of me, and there was about a 360 bull at these cows, and and he was, I mean, it was like middle of September. He was pushing cows and just going on <laughs> like it was nobody's business, and I thought that was, I mean, I had never seen it like that. I mean, it wasn't a little bull either, and he was, you know, the velvet was gone. His antlers were all browned up, and it was kind of funny, you know. It was, it was, I was really shocked, and then that night coming home, I saw two or three other bulls with cows, and I thought it was really, really odd. And then two days later, I saw the same thing in a whole different area. Um, 
And sometimes I think it's kind of a fluke, you know, it's just kind of what happens. Those bulls just get around those cows and a couple things happen. Um, because after that, we saw lots of cows with no bulls and, and, you know, I think it was just one of those things that just happens sometimes. Um, you know, and the moon could have something to do feed, with it. it just how's the feed in bit. unit one and 27? Oh, it's, these mountainous units, you know, these, these timber units always have really heavy feed. Feeds off the charts again, really good. And the, all the burns, um, you know, it's just solid everywhere. It's really, really good feed. So, you know, same thing in Arizona. We, you know, we've had big spans a week with no rain. And then, you know, we got an inch or two inches in a couple of days. You know, we got big storms, but not that you know, we usually average about 11 to 14 inches during the monsoons, and I don't think we're we're probably on around 10. I'm guessing we're on the low side of that right now. So, but, but it looks I mean, good. good. Oh, it looks good. Yeah, I mean, the feed is really, really good. Late season will be good. Bulls finished out really nice. Everything's really good, and you know, we're not seeing as many really, really big bulls. Uh, that we've seen, say, in the last five years. I mean, the the age class is really starting to get knocked down in these units due to that late rifle hunt and some other things. I mean, just, I think, a little bit of overhunting, you know. Um, still solid bulls running around, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but it's definitely not what we saw, you know, in these, you know, three, four years ago where we had, you know, you know 10, 15, 400-inch bulls running around the units. It's not like that. You know, there's, it's, it's, uh, Definitely not those, you know, we'd a lot of five, four, four to six-year-old bulls, you know. So with that being said, there's a lot of 330, 340, maybe even 350 bulls. There's not a ton of 360, 370, 380s. Um, it kind of peters out as you start getting up. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're looking at your average bull running around the woods right now is probably, you know, a, you know, a 310 bull. And then you've got a number of 320, 330, but as you climb, you, you know, that number is drastically dropping for size-wise uh, with the age class of these bulls. I mean, there's, you know, that 330 bull is a, a pretty doable bull in any hunt in these units, in, any, in the rifle hunts, any archery hunt, anything. But once you go over that 350 mark, you're going to you're gonna have to do your homework and do your, you know, due diligence to, to kill that kind of bull in these hunts. You know, 3A, 3C looks really good. A uh, lot of really solid um, size. You know, I think that and that one's kind of come back around after the beating it took after, you know, Rodeo Chetis guy, you know, years back. So, uh, but I know the bulls over there look, um, you know, really, you know, some really good solid bulls in that unit as well. So, with the um, archery hunt uh, in 1 and 27 and 3C starting uh, on Friday, um, with the timing, the moon, uh, the good feed, good antler growth, um, you're pretty optimistic about the you know, success of the hunt, and people are going to be reporting quite a bit of bugling and pretty good activity? Yeah, I, I think this year, the way the dates land and the moon and... The way, I, I just think that it's going to be one of the best, my, my opinion, as I think that it's lined up to be one of the better rut years we've had in, in three or four years. Now, I hate saying that because <laughs> I want to knock on wood, but, you know, because it's, we've had kind of a crummy rut in Arizona for the last few years. It's, 
it's been really hit or miss. You know, you get a morning where it's really cranking, and then it's just dead for a few days, you know. And uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, time will tell, but I think that this year, you know, it's going to be good. And I think that trophy hunt is going to be another, you know, I think it's going to have some really solid rut action in that trophy hunt as well. You know, it'll be interesting, 27 this year, obviously, you know, last year it had that trophy hunt prior to the archery hunt, which that could have screwed some things up, it could have changed some stuff, but it's hard to tell. Without having stuff set in stone, it's hard to put a pattern on it, you know. And this year it's going back sure. to, you know, like it was. So I don't know, I'm, I'm optimistic to say that it's going to be a pretty good, you know, we're going to have a pretty solid rut in Arizona, you know. I don't know. I haven't heard much about what's coming out of the northern units. You know, I know it's been hot. I've got a couple buddies that have tags in some other areas, and one of them sent me a text a half hour before we talked, and his it was just his thermometer in his truck was 94 degrees. Wherever he's at, it's yeah. 94, and that's that's not very fun elk hunting weather. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's hope it cools down a little bit. I'm actually in Wyoming uh, headed to Montana on Monday, but um, uh, the bulls here, we're, we're actually where I'm staying, it's pretty close to um, the Teton National Park, and uh, the last four or five nights, the bulls have really gotten into it. Of course, we've got temperatures over the next five, six, seven days going to be in the low 50s, and, uh, you know, pretty good, you know, what, what, a, what a desert rat like myself would call a winter storm coming in there, you know, I'm still in shorts, but uh, I'm, I'm quickly switching over to the ski parka. But, um, uh, you know, I think that has something to do with it. But I'll be curious to see over the next few days when this storm comes in if they just, you know, go ballistic or if it kind of slows them up. Um, Jeff, I want to thank you for your time talking about New Mexico uh, and talking about Arizona. Uh, and any other hunts? Have you done any antelope hunts or anything over in New Mexico, or, or is there anything to report yet? Uh, we should probably check back in, you know, in a couple weeks after the season to see all the good bulls you've killed. But uh, uh, anything to note uh, on on any other fronts of hunting? No, uh, this year we just uh, we did a lot of scouting, uh, preparing for you know this archery season and. A lot of the clients we had booked in the second part of that New Mexico hunt, guys that are buying landowner tags don't want to spend that kind of money and then, you know, come in on that that first through the 14th can be kind of hit or miss. It can be a good hunt at times, but it's a lot tougher. So the guy that we had, of course, drew that. And, and you know, I, I've heard of some outfitters that had, um, I know one of the outfitters over there had 22 clients in the first hunt, and I heard they only killed one bull. Wow. And another another one had 16, and I heard they didn't kill a bull. So, <laughs> um, you know, that it's first tough. hunt can, you know, can be really tough because of that, you know, because of the heat and because of the, the action and stuff. But uh, one of my guides had the first hunt, and I just got a picture from him today, and he shot a really, really solid, solid bull. Um, you know, it looked like a mid-60s bull. Um, awesome. So... So awesome. I just, well, you're, I haven't you're talked about to him. To kick off, got... Yeah, I mean, you're about to kick off some serious uh, elk uh, butt kicking here over the next couple of weeks between Arizona and New Mexico. I know you try and stack your hunts up to give your hunters, you know, the absolute best chance they can have at success, and you've done it long enough to know that, you know, 
don't stack the front end because it's better to stack the back end. So I hear what you're saying. Um, yeah. And uh, it'll be interesting this year to see to see our success compared to last year due to a lot of the people that we have returning or a lot of repeat clientele and and um, with the bulls looking the way they are right now, you know, I think a lot of guys are going to be trophy hunting. So I'm expecting to see you know, our success prob rate probably drop a little bit due to, you know, we're going to try to kill, you know, the upper, um, the upper, you know, class of bull. And when you do that, sure. of course, it, it, you know, I tell guys all the time, if you want to kill the really big bulls, you've got to be willing to eat your tag. And our first client that we had on this first hunt, um, we were hunting a really, really solid bull and, you know, that was, we just made a choice that we were going to try to kill that bull and we gave it all we had to kill him. And on the last day, we, we actually had been seeing this really old bull and, uh, he was only about a 320 bull. He had short points, but he was real heavy and he was running a bunch of cows. So we tried to sneak in on him. We actually missed that bull trying to, to get a shot on him. And we could have killed him earlier in the week a number of times, but we decided just to, you know, um, if we could get him out of the gene pool on that last day, we would try it, but we actually missed him. We, we put a perfect shot on him, but as it goes, a little limb saved that bull. The arrow exploded, hit a, basically a, a pencil-sized limb right in front of his vitals, and that was that. They, so. they tend to do that. They tend to do that. Uh, those dang limbs tend to do that for sure. Well, yeah. um, Jeff, I really appreciate your time. I appreciate your expertise and weighing in. And I want to give you a chance to let the listeners know how they can find you. Uh, you can find us on uh, Instagram, which is, uh, uh, it'd be hunthard underscore gear. And you can find us on the web at hunthard.com. And then go to the, the outfitter section on hunthard.com. We sell packs and equipment as well and, and clothing and apparel. So, our outfitter section is getting set up on that same website. And then, of course, on Facebook, you can find us at uh, Hunt Hard um, on Facebook. You can also, the listeners, you guys can check the show notes uh, in the link to this podcast, and I'll have a link there for uh, all of Jeff's uh, uh, go-to spots. And uh, like I said, buddy, I know you're about to kick off uh, the meat of your season here, so I'll let you go. I appreciate the report and uh, knock them dead in both states, okay? Okay, and then one other thing while I'm on here, I'll, I'll add, yes, Jay, just because sure. I'm on here. Um, it's kind of important to the listeners to know if they're interested in hunting, of course, Arizona or New Mexico, that, uh, they, of course, you'll do podcasts, other podcasts that, that say this, but it's important that basically January... Uh, the 1st of January is when you need to start getting all your stuff together for the draws for both states. So at the first of the new year is when everything, you know, gets cranking for, for you know, application season. So Good stuff, yeah. Um, I'm glad you pointed that out. Uh, uh, Jeff, take care. Uh, knock them dead, and I'll be looking on Instagram for your success photos. And uh, uh, you guys always do a great job, and I just uh, watch, uh, like watching uh, how you guys do it. So, uh, keep up the good work, okay? Okay, Jay. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Good luck on your hunt. All right. All right.